and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com. It's uh, 18th, Wednesday, the 18th of January 2017, and it's another beautiful day. We are being treated to such fantastic weather here. Okay, it's very cold. The, the earth is hard as iron as it goes in the old uh, Christmas carol, but it is a beautiful day. It's beautiful to be out there. Marred only by the fact with some of the stuff that's going on out in the world at the moment. Now, I'm not going to let that get me down. I'm not going to let that throw me off course, but I do need to say a few words about this, and uh, we'll come back to how I'm going to react afterwards. You see, um, yesterday, our Prime Minister, I'm going to be very parochial for a minute. I'm going to talk about the UK. Now, um, it may seem like a, a little local difficulty that we're having at the minute, uh, you'd have to have been living under a rock to not know that last year we, in the UK, voted uh, in sufficient numbers. Uh, and I say we loosely, we voted in sufficient numbers to leave the European Union. Um, I wasn't one of the, those that voted for that, but hey, I have to accept that if it's a majority vote. Um, the election or the referendum, I should say, it wasn't an election. The referendum process uh, was massively flawed. Uh, oddly enough, those on the uh, Leave side were saying before the result came out that it was massively flawed, and so was I, actually. I was on the Remain side, but uh, I was saying it was... Ma- In fact, I was saying that there shouldn't actually be a referendum for something something that important, but that's a whole other argument. I, I wrote a long essay before the general election of 2015, on which a couple of the parties were promising a referendum if they won. But that's by the by. It was funny how people's opinions on the rightness of the referendum changed based on the result, rather than how they felt before, if that makes sense. Anyway, that's by the by. So we we voted narrowly, although the press obviously... Uh, and those on the winning side. We, look, here's, here's the here's the truth. We voted 51.9% to leave, 48.1% to stay. So there's almost a 4% difference, 48 to 52. It's not quite. It's 3.8% of the population. Who voted? Who voted? Now, that's key because not everybody voted who could. Millions, millions stayed at home. So whichever way they were going to vote, we'll never know. Um, but uh, it was a ridiculous thing to do. I, I personally feel it's my duty to vote every time I, I can. But again, that's another argument. Here I go off a, on another tangent. But here's the thing. During that campaign, there were so many lies told by both sides. And I mean lies. I, I, I'm not just saying that they were economical with the truth. There were out-and-out out lies. Now, oh, shock, surprise. You see, I'm one of these people who try to think well of people. I try to think well, particularly of politicians, because I think in the main, they get a bit of a bum rap. I I genuinely do. I think most of them are uh, promoted beyond their capabilities. I think most of them are well out of their depth most of the time. But that doesn't make them bad people. It doesn't make them bad people. But in this, on both sides, they were bad people because they were lying. They were demonstrably lying. An ounce of fact-checking showed that they were lying. But sufficient people believe the lies, or sufficient of those who voted, shall we say, believe the lies of the Leave campaign rather than lies, the lies of the Remain campaign. So none of this makes this good. 
None of this makes this good. And we were asked one question in the referendum. We were asked, should the United Kingdom remain a part of the U European Union or should it leave? It was a binary question. It's go, stay or go. Nothing else was on the cards. Nothing about what would happen after that was on the cards. Nothing at all. Now, yesterday, in a speech, our Prime Minister, Theresa May, who came to power, came moved into post when David Cameron, the Prime Minister who'd taken us into the referendum, said, huh, you sort this mess out, I'm off. She was put into power, totally uncontested, because all of her opponents dropped out. So we had no say in who our Prime Minister would be. In her constituency, the voters uh, who elected her as a, an MP, clearly had a say whether she be, became a member of parliament, but that's all. That's the only election that she's faced back in 2015. She became our prime minister this year. Oddly enough, she had campaigned to remain, half-heartedly one might argue, but she had campaigned to remain. But she now leads a government that is committed to leaving the European Union. Now, up until yesterday, no details of the way we were going to leave were shared with us. Hints were dropped, and of late, heavy hints were dropped. But yesterday she came clean. And there's a thing, and again, I, this this is not meant to be a political thing. This is not... It's, I, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm walking a tightrope here, and I'm probably losing subscribers by the dozen, by the hundred, in, in going down this route. But here's the thing. There were all sorts of there are all sorts of countries in Europe who have a relationship with the European Union without being in it, and some of those countries have access to what's called the single market. Which, and again, I'm not going to bore you with the details. It, it essentially lets you trade between countries without tariffs and that sort of stuff. And throughout the campaign, none of that had been flagged up. No, I tell a lie. I tell a lie. The Remainers of whom I, I backed, they claimed that if leave happened, we would be forced to leave the single market. To which the leavers said, ah, that's Project Fear, what nonsense. So the leave campaign were saying, this is nonsense, don't you believe them, they're just scaremongering, we won't have to leave the single market. And it would, in fact, one or two of them were saying, in fact, it'd be suicide if we did. So what did Mrs May do yesterday? She said, we're going to leave the single market. We have got the single largest market on our doorstep, literally 20-odd miles across the channel from us. And we're going to leave it. But here's the thing that she said. Now, she's quite entitled to make that statement. Quite entitled to say, this is my plan for the future. We're going to leave this. We're going to create our own trade deals and I can disagree with that or agree with that. And so can everybody else. But here's what she said. She said, the people who voted to leave did so with their eyes open. The people who voted to leave did so with their eyes open. What she's saying is, of course you knew this was on the cards. Of course you knew this was what you were voting for. Nowhere on that ballot did it say, should we leave the single market? Nowhere. And when it was raised by the Remainers that this was a possibility, most on the Leave side said, no, no, Project Fear, absolute nonsense. Now, I was brought up in a somewhat different age. 
when the idea of calling a lady a liar was just not done. I'm afraid I've got to do that. It goes against the grain. I can't tell you how I'm struggling with it. But Mrs May yesterday told an out-and-out lie. Now, I've got that off my chest, and you're probably thinking, well, what was that all about? It was because I was very angry. That's one thing. But here's the main thing. Will any of that have an effect on what I see as my purpose? Will any of that have an effect on what I see as my mission? Will any of that have an effect on what I do? Now, it may cause the odd wobble. It may. I mean, I, I don't know what uh, my business is going to be like after, uh, after all these changes. I don't know how I'm going to have to arrange things. I don't know any of that. But the core, the core will not change. A good friend of my, mine in the States often says, look, I made a lot of money under George Bush Sr. I made a lot of money under Bill Clinton. I made a lot of money under George W. Bush. I made a lot of money under Obama. And I intend to make a lot of money under Trump. And I know where his allegiance lies under all of those. And he has a definite preference. And it's probably not the one you think. <laughs> but he, he, he sees for the country as a whole, it can have an effect. Of course it can. And globally, it can have an effect. But he sees his duty is to follow his course, whatever happens around him. And I hope you do too. And that's, that's the point that I'm raising today. That's why I can be bitterly angry about what was said yesterday. I can be fearful for the country. I hope, I, and again, I, this is something I posted yesterday in a comment because somebody, I posted about this yesterday on Facebook and, and somebody came back arguing with me and I said, look, my sincerest hope is that I am wrong about all of this. My sincerest hope is that in five years' time, you'll be pointing at me and say, look, there's the idiot who believed this was a mistake. There's the idiot who voted Remain. There's the idiot who rubbished all of this. And here we are. We've never had it so good, to coin a phrase of a, a previous prime minister from when I was very little. Um, I, I genuinely hope that. But I can't, I, I can't do much about all of that that's happening out there. But I can do everything about what's happening here in When's My Time Towers. Somebody asked me that the other day. Was, where's When's My Time Towers? It's just a joke. There is, no, there is no When's My Time Towers. It's just a joke. But somebody asked me, genuinely asked me about that. And asked if they could visit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm laughing rather. But... But there, there is no Wednesday. If, if, you, if you're coming over to my part of the world, don't look for when's my time towers on the map. It doesn't exist. It's just my little joke. But you get the point. I can only affect what happens here. So I'm determined to do that. So angry as I might get about what happened yesterday, it is not going to knock me, of course. And look, there's a big I know the majority the vast majority of my listeners are over there in the states and uh, I'm so grateful for you to uh, to you for all for listening and I hope you're not unsubscribing by the hundreds as well, or even thousands as we speak I really do and I know a good proportion of you're going to look forward to events later this week and in the years to come with some degree of trepidation I know a lot of you are looking forward with excitement look whatever happens whether you're in the excited camp or the, oh gosh, what have we done, Camp? Don't let it knock you off course. It, it's, I was going to say it's nothing to do with you. Of course, it's everything to do with you, but it's not everything to do with all of you. 
Does that make sense? You are at the core of this. You take your decisions. You push through it all. Whoever is in the White House, do it. Okay, I'm sorry. This has been a, a real tangential thing, hasn't it? I'm sorry about that, but I just needed to get that off my chest because hey, the odd rant every now and then. It helps, doesn't it? It's no good to bottle it all in. And if you're still listening, thank you so much for sticking with me through that. If you enjoyed this, if by some remarkable chance you've enjoyed this, head over to iTunes and subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. I'll be, I'm, look, I'm going to be back tomorrow and I'm going to tell you... I, let, let's, let's keep it light. I'm going to tell you about something that, uh, that may help you. Oh, I, listen, talking to friends in the States, I've got a good friend good 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 friend who at the moment has the most remarkable course out and it if you're at all into personal development if at all into personal development this is one of the best courses that i have ever come across and i mean that i i genuinely mean that uh you can you can get access to it if you head over to my site which is whensmytime.com forward slash friends f-r-i-e-n-d-s whensmytime.com forward slash friends, and that will flick you straight over to Tony's course where you can learn more about this great course of Tony's. I mean, it has changed my thinking. The course itself is Making Friends with Money. It's called Making Friends with Money. But that, the reason I, I hesitate to give that, give that title is because I genuinely don't think it goes far enough. Yes, it is about money, and it's about our relationship with money, and who knows, in this uncertain future, it could be more important than ever, that relationship with money. And I can tell you, I've not had a, the best of relationships in the past with money. So it's it does cover that in depth, but it covers so much more. So that's my argument with the title. It, the making friends with money bit is central, but the periphery is so much more. He has, Tony in this course has opened my eyes up to so many other ways of thinking. And I'm sure he'll do the same for you. And before you ask, it is a totally woo-woo free zone totally woo woo free otherwise i wouldn't be recommending it so head over to whensmytime.com forward slash friends and you'll find it there thanks again for listening thanks for sticking with me i've been ozier founder of whensmytime.com and i'm here to tell you your time is now <laughs>